Project 9. What's a lawn chair like? Do you ever sit outside getting 69 bug bites? Ask away, is it punk to complain? The salad's mostly iceberg when it should be romaine. I fly my drone high above your home. I see someone normal and I feel less alone. Hey, buddy, this is private property. This is private property. This is private property. But you're never, ever gonna be alone here in your community neighborhood home. I just wanna be popular to watch in the movie you put on from the camera on your porch. You're across the street, favorite pulling weeds on TV. The future is now, unfortunately. And if I'm never, ever gonna be alone here in my community neighborhood home, then I wanna be popular to watch in the movie you put on from the camera on your porch.
That is uh, Samantha Urbani showing up, and thank you for listening to a Thanksgiving episode of Living with Cramel here on WGOTLP Gainesville. This week, playing uh, some of the artists that I'm most thankful for 
2023. So it's kind of a Thanksgiving show, kind of almost like a year-end review. Uh, so playing back-to-back uh, songs from people that you heard most often on Living with Grandma and also uh, my friend's place, the old version of Living with Grandma. But anyway, uh, per FCC rules and just for your own information, when you go to Spotify or Bandcamp or YouTube or however you listen to music, when you're not listening to uh, WGOT, um, you can find these people that you're hearing on the show today. So led things off uh, with one of my favorite uh, new wave bands of the year, uh, sounding very much like they uh, might be giants. Uh, you heard Cheek Face first with uh, Largest Muscle, and then another one from Cheek Face, Popular 2. After that, some indie pop from uh, Ian Sweet, uh, Emergency Contact, and then another one from Ian Sweet, Your Spit, and then a pair from uh, Samantha Urbani. I ended with Showing Up, but I started that little uh, mini block with Time Keeps Slipping uh, featuring Rexy. So there you go. That's everything you've heard on the show this week. So I hope you're having a great Thanksgiving, and I'm going to do all Thanksgiving stuff today. So it should be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, now is time on Living with Kramla where we do 6th Street News. Alright, so the big news here on 6th Street is uh, I got a new bike. Uh, not a new bike, actually. A new used bike um, from the excellent people over at Bikes and More on 6th Street. And again, I'm breaking a ton of rules. It's kind of like a call to action. There's all these weird things you cannot say on a low-powered FM radio station. So let's get it out in the open bikes and more not sponsors so there you go good company though if they want to sponsor hey living with grandma wgot whatever uh, will uh, help promote your business but anyway so i kind of got a new bike um because it's not exactly new and because i don't actually have it yet because it won't be ready for pickup until i believe the tuesday post thanksgiving which kind of which kind of a bummer because i was hoping to ride out that day, but um, when you buy a used bike from Bikes and More, sometimes you're buying a bike that is actually going to need some repairs and upgrades, and everyone's going on uh, Thanksgiving break, so wasn't really surprised that much that it would be until Tuesday after Thanksgiving that I will uh, be able to pick it up. And I was going to say um, at the start of this that I've been without a bike for about six weeks uh, since my cable lock was cut and my old bike was stolen in broad daylight on a Saturday from the bike rack that's closest to Hogan's. Uh, But then I double-checked the date, and it's only actually been three weeks um, because it happened on the day of the Arkansas uh, football game versus UF in the swamp. So uh, I guess I'm either really bad at estimating, which is a possibility, or um, I really miss having a bike because it feels like a long six weeks um, when in actuality it's like, three weeks so uh not having a bike though it i guess there's some benefits to it um because i've been outside in in the neighborhood uh, doing a lot of walking uh, for exercise recreation and stress release which uh leads me to kind of a fun sixth street anecdote um story Uh, as i was walking through the stephen foster neighborhood uh, i'm getting pretty close to where I live, and I noticed these uh, two rugged-looking uh, construction guys. They were taking a break, sitting on their trailer, and as I approached these men, I noticed a huge cloud of vape smoke overhead, uh, above uh, these men. Or so I thought. 
um, because it was not a vape cloud. Uh, And as I got closer, I realized that it couldn't be a vape cloud because the man wasn't holding a vape pen. He was actually holding a pipe. Now, for comedy purposes, the story that I'm telling you, it would definitely be a lot better if I embellished it or straight out lied, like a lot of comedians do, and told you it was a crack pipe and the dudes were out blowing uh, clouds of crack smoke. Except for, I'm not a comedian, obviously. Uh, I consider myself a micro-journalist. So micro means small, journalist means person that covers the news, so I do like really small news stories here, uh, covering affairs in central Gainesville, exclusively between uh, 39th Avenue and University, uh, with 6th Street and 13th Street as the boundaries of my territory. And truthfully, the dude wasn't smoking marijuana, crack, or meth. Can you guess what he was smoking? I'll give you a second to think about that. If we were in a classroom, I'd ask you to raise your hand if you uh, have the answer. Um, If we had phones, I'd ask you to call in. We have neither. Um, So it's not marijuana, it's not crack, it's not meth. Um, What it actually was is... Uh, this construction worker taking a break sitting on the trailer he had this corn cob pipe exactly like Popeye that's a very old reference and he wasn't smoking anything illegal well not anything illegal if you're over 18 because he was actually smoking tobacco um, like I used to see people in you know the black and white sitcoms they'd have a pipe and the dad would pack the, the pipe in it or pack the tobacco in the pipe and smoke it and then I thought to myself, self, when was the last time um, you saw someone smoking tobacco out of a traditional pipe? And I couldn't even begin to recall the last time I saw someone smoking tobacco out of a pipe. Um, other things maybe, uh, and most certainly I haven't seen anyone smoking tobacco out of a corn cob pipe in a really... Well, ever, I don't think, but, uh, boy, did it stink, too. Um, as I'm, like, trying to speed walk by, holding my breath, and at that moment, I started to sink back, um, to, uh, the old days, and I'm thinking maybe I've become really soft, because my mom used to smoke Marlboro's in the car, uh, relentlessly, and I was probably the kid that smelled like uh, cigarette smoke at school. Um, but I grew up in North Carolina, so it would be weird if you got to school and you did not smell like cigarettes uh, when I was growing up. And, you know, so I'm thinking, am I soft? Like I said, um, I also spent hundreds of hours in Simon's here in Gainesville and all kinds of other stinky bars and clubs where people uh, smoke cigarettes long before smoking was banned inside. So... Uh, and that way, I guess, being so sensitive to uh, that tobacco smell coming out of that corn cob pipe, I might be a little soft, and uh, I guess some people could call me a snowflake. So there you go. Sixth Street News. All right, let's do more uh, bands, uh, individuals, production teams, whatever you want to call them, uh, that I'm thankful for in 2023. I was really thankful for uh, this producer to come back. His name is Subtract. And I think 
it's been six years between singles and albums, and the new album from Subtract in 2023 is really great. Uh, if you like electronic music, uh, so here you go. Uh, this is one off of his new album. The song is Days Go By, and you've got uh, Toro et Moi. So thank you for listening to Living with Grandma. <laughs>
I'm 
Okay, that is a pair of songs from Activity. First you had Department of Blood, then it was an Activity, I Saw His Eyes, and you're listening to a Thanksgiving edition of Living with Grandma on WGOT, LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. So uh, this week on the show, doing a, a Thanksgiving-based episode, so you're hearing um, artists and producers that I played multiple times here on Living with Grandma this year, and uh, some of the bands are people that I'm most thankful for uh, the music they produce. So uh, leading things off, you had Subtract, who had been, I think, on a six-year hiatus, but uh, released a new album, and these are two songs you heard on that album. You had Days Go By, featuring Toro y Moi, and then uh, Subtract with Demons. Uh, right after that, you had a pair from The Kills. Uh, the first one is 103. Then you heard Waster Piece, which if you've been listening to the show the past couple of weeks, you uh, should recognize that song because you've heard it frequently. Uh, then you had a pair of songs from Debbie Friday, Hot Love, and then one called Let You In. And that is everything you heard on the show this week. So now is the time on Living with Cramla that we do topics. And the topic this week kind of makes sense given the holiday. So I'm going to talk about things that I am thankful for. Not all of them, but some of them are some of the things I'm thankful for anyway. So I'm going to make sure I clarify that. Um, so... Thankful, um, number one. I'm thankful for uh, AC, or air conditioning as some people may call it. You need it living in Florida, especially during the summer, which of course means that is the only time your AC unit is going to break, um, as mine did this past summer, and the whole thing needs to be replaced, which doesn't happen in 24 hours. So... Um, can't sleep without air conditioning in the summertime uh, or function without it. Uh, so thank you. And I'm going to throw this name out. This is someone we should all be thanking. And you may not know this historic name. Uh, I'm going to introduce you possibly the first time to Willis Carrier. If you're wondering who Willis Carrier is, he's credited with basically being the person that invented air conditioning. Uh, so Willis Carrier... In my opinion, you belong on the Florida Mount Rushmore. Which kind of uh, begs the question, who else would be up there with Willis Carrier? Oh, boy. Um, Okay, so uh, along with Willis Carrier, one person that definitely has to be on the Florida Mount Rushmore is a man from Tampa Bay. Um who you may recognize, very famous person. Um, Along with Willis Carrier, you have to put Hulk Hogan up on the Florida, um, Mount Rushmore. Uh, Then, Tim Tebow, that would be an obvious person you would put on the Florida, Mount Rushmore. Um, Along with, um, who would be the last person? Well, let's try to make this thing a little bit more diverse. So let's put Pitbull up there. Uh, not, not the the singer, not the dog. Although, like, if there's a Florida Mount Rushmore of animals, then Pitbull, the artist, or the dog, not the artist, Pitbull would belong up there, and along with what else is very Florida? Let's say, um, so the Florida Mount Rushmore of animals would be Pitbulls, pythons, uh, 
manatees and the alligators. So there you go. Um, thank you, AC. That's why I'm thankful for you in 2023. Next thankful thing, um, Planet Fitness. And again, got to give my disclaimer, not a sponsor or underwriter of the show or WGUT. So this is not a call to action. But uh, Planet Fitness, I thank you. Now, I wish, I truly wish, I made a lot more money and had a bigger paycheck and more savings because um, it would make me really happy if I had the money to actually join a really nice gym or a nicer gym like uh, Gainesville Health and Fitness, which I've always had an envy of uh, for health clubs, um, but I don't. So, uh, thank you, Planet Fitness, with your... Uh, uh, judgment-free zone, uh, Planet Fitness, you are a perfectly adequate um, place to work out. So thank you. Next, I'm thankful for podcast. Uh, and if you like podcasts, quick reminder that you can find Living with Cramla and Cramla Mix Show online at Apple Podcasts. Just type in Cramla Radio Shows. But I'm also thankful for other podcasts. Uh, podcasts, in my opinion, um, they are kind of God's gift to introverts and socially awkward people because you can walk around with earbuds on and not have to interact with the world. And I'd actually rather listen to a lot of the audiobooks um, that are out there. But I can't because it's too hard for me to concentrate on a person reading out of a book and trying to follow a long narrative. Um, I'd have some ADD, I think. Um, so I, like, I look at podcasts. They're kind of the TikTok of books. Thank you, podcast. Next up, uh, thank you, UF football. Not for your many achievements this year, because there haven't been many, but because you are coming to a merciful end, probably, this week. Uh, what are the chances that it continues um, and UF upsets FSU? Well, not much. But actually, if you think about it, an FSU upset from UF would make total sense in this awful year of football for the team, so it could happen. And I mentioned last week that I was quitting Florida football, so clearly I was mistaken or lying. You be the judge. Um, but I am very thankful that the season's coming to an end. Uh, so please, this weekend against FSU, touchdown Jesus, I pray to you, let this happen. And the last thing I'm going to talk about that I'm thankful for in 2023 is WGOT and all our listeners and supporters. So it's very public and well-known in the local media that WGOT, uh, we were on our death door. And basically, we're starting to have meetings and going through the motions to go off the air, even accidentally sending in a letter to the FCC that we were going to do so, that they interpreted as a uh, permanent note, I guess. But anyway, uh, and it's a lot harder, one of the things that I found out this year, that it's a lot harder to go off the air 
uh, with a radio station than I thought it was going to be. It's surprisingly complicated. You can't just turn the power off. Uh, but then, uh, WGOT, we asked for money, and the listeners and supporters responded in a much larger way than anyone could have expected. Um, how can we avoid the same exact situation again in 2024, December? I don't know. Um, think of it this way. Um, it's kind of like, right now, WGOT is kind of like, um, let's say a heroin junkie. And you've got a $20 bag. You don't know where the next bag is coming from, but you feel okay for now. Well, that's WGOT right now financially. But uh, big thanks also to WGOT, all the volunteer DJs and people that work behind the scenes, especially uh, board members Fred, Debbie, Doug, and Marcus. I think that's a stage name. I won't say the real name. But anyway, um, I think we kind of pulled off the impossible to keep WGOT up and running at least for one more year. So thank you. People, thank you, WGOT. That's the end of topics. Let's get back into more thankful music. This year I'm thankful for this band called A Beacon School, and you're about to hear a pair of songs from them. Uh, the first one is Alone. <laughs>
that's a pair of songs uh, from the clientele on this Thanksgiving episode of Living with Cram on WGOTLP Gainesville. You just heard Clear is Not Real, but before that you had uh, Blue Over Blue. Uh, then doing bands and artists that I'm thankful for, music that I played on Living with Cram So you had a pair of songs each from a Beacon School. The first one was Alone. Then you had a Beacon School with Mantra. And then after that, a pair of songs from Maya Follick. The first one is What We Wanna. And the second one, I didn't write down the song title, so uh, sorry about that. I'll have to look that up before the end of the show. But anyway, thank you for uh, celebrating Thanksgiving with Living with Kramla and WGOTLP Gainesville. So I've been doing everything Thanksgiving-related today on the show. going to continue that in this segment, segment three, which is normally... Uh, new movies and television, and I'm going to do movies and television, but I'm going to go back in time, in the time machine, uh, back to 1992 for a season three, episode 15 of Beverly Hills 90210, titled The Kindness of Strangers. Now let me say something before um, this evaluation of the episode begins. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210 has a very underrated and energetic theme song. Not quite up there with Bonnie Miller and Sanford and Son theme songs, but not all that far away from, like, the Cheers theme song. But we aren't here to discuss the greatest theme songs of all time. We are here to discuss the um, Season 3, Episode 15, Kindness of Strangers. So let's go. And the first thing you're going to notice about the episode is it's always raining, pouring rain, which kind of makes it feel like watching a Blade Runner. And the first part of the show, the first act, is mostly setting up how these kids are going to wind up at the washes, which is a famous uh, TV Thanksgiving trope, instead of out eating dinner with their parents, um, like normal people would be. But... um. And immediately during the scene, it's established that there are multiple roof leaks in the Wash family kitchen in their house in this pouring down rain. So let's cut over to the B-plot at a scene where, of course, it's pouring outside a prison. And Dylan McKay, the bad boy of 90210, he's inside checking his dad out of jail for a weekend visit, a weekend furlough, as they often allow teenage boys to do, uh, check their dad out of jail, but uh, I guess the TV logic of this is that it allows Dylan and his dad to reconnect. Well, it turns out that Dylan's dad is not there to reconnect uh, with Dylan, much to uh, his uh, disappointment, but rather his father, Jack McKay, is only out on this furlough so he can meet this booty call uh, called Christine, who Dylan refers to as a bimbo. And this results in tension, which is a thread throughout the B story. Later, we meet Christine, and Christine and Dylan uh, wind up having a heart-to-heart, where she asks him uh, to communicate with and to uh, forgive his father so that everyone can move forward emotionally. And it turns out her communication is really successful as Dylan and Jack McKay reconnect over a Thanksgiving family game of Monopoly. Um, The bond is so strong that Dylan even offers to sleep on his living room couch um, so that his dad can bang uh, Christine in the bedroom. 
Uh, back to Brandon, the heart and soul of this episode. And yes, it's still pouring, and Brandon's leaving work from the peach pit, and he notices this man, um, he's pick, picking trash out of the dumpsters in the pouring rain, and he pulls up to uh, realize that he actually knows this man. And um, uh, the man's clearly uh, a veteran, um, because every time he comes on screen, you hear the same sad um, two trumpet notes, like army trumpet, and they play every time. So it's right off the bat, we know he's a veteran. Um, but we also know that Brandon recognizes this man um, because Brandon tried to get him a job working part-time at the beach club over the summer. Uh, so Brandon convinces uh, the homeless man, Jack Canner, to get in his car, and they're going to go uh, to a shelter to get out of the pouring rain and off the mean streets of uh, Beverly Hills. Uh, but when they get there to check in to the homeless shelter, it becomes clear um, as the woman's reading all the rules that all the rules and the bureaucracy are going to be way too much for homeless veteran Jack Canner to abide by. So cut uh, to leaking roof in the wash house kitchen again uh, during the pouring rain. And now uh, we find out that Brandon's brought Jack Canner home to stay with them for the holiday. And Donna, uh, one of the kids there, uh, kind of naive, she's shocked to learn that a homeless man is going to be eating a Thanksgiving dinner with them. And it leads to her asking a very uh, awkward question uh, to the man, what is it like to be homeless? Now, besides her naivete, I think that's how you say it, by far the best thing about Donna is uh, her story. She was supposed to go skiing and it got canceled. So she's there dressed up in the wash kitchen in this all white, like, puffy jacket ski suit, wearing this, I mean, enormous, giant, four inch uh, wide headband, and then only topped off by her amazing, giant, um, 80s dyed blonde hair. Uh, at this point of the episode, we also discover that Brandon has a gambling addiction. Uh, because the cable goes out during the middle of the Thanksgiving game that he has a bet on, uh, which just coincidentally happens to be featuring uh, the University of Florida's Emmett Smith. Um, so that was kind of cool to see him. Um, at the same time, Andrea, who you might remember as Brandon's nerdy girl uh, friend who's a girl that wears glasses, um, she and homeless veteran Jack Cantor, um, they are in the living room connecting over a giant atlas as um, I think happens often at Thanksgiving meals. And it leads to this discussion of Jack talking about um, his time overseas serving in the military, both in, uh, I think in Iraq and uh, Kuwait. And he's part of the U.S. Marine Corps. And then this transitions. Um, and we've been seeing this tension building all the time between Brandon's dad, Jim, and Jack where it turns out that Brandon's dad kicks uh, Jack Canner, the homeless veteran, out of the house because uh, he questions whether um, Brandon's dad had the courage to ever serve in the military. And as we're hearing like the sad army trumpet notes, um, we also see Brandon uh, stopping the veteran and admitting that uh, Brandon's dad, Jim, is only angry with uh, Jack Canner because uh, Jim was a pacifist and didn't want to serve in the military. And it turns out that Brandon's grandfather was a military man, uh, also a Marine, and was really um, disappointed 
in Brandon's dad that he uh, didn't go fight overseas during Vietnam. And this is where the story kind of takes a really sad turn, as at this point it's revealed that um, Brandon's dad and his granddad never spoke because of this incident. And it's also revealed that Brandon never even met his grandfather um, because of what happened. And then, boom! The whole raft, uh, the whole roof collapses, rather. And now let's take a quick um, diversion. Uh, uh, Yui over to the sea story, which features fun-loving, mischievous, uh, rich boy, um, played by Ian Zaring, uh, Steve, Steve Sanders, gosh, forgot his name for a second, and Steve Sanders and his uh, celebrity mom, um, they're off filming a reality special, uh, a reality show, and we find out that Steve has been kicked out of high school because he had this legacy key that someone gave him that opened every single uh, door to the high school. Uh, so he's being expelled, and he hasn't told his mom yet. And surprisingly, the school apparently hasn't contacted uh, the mother yet either, which I think probably happens in most expulsions. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, Steve's got this great idea that he's going to tell his mom about the expulsion while they are filming uh, the reality show on camera so that she can't be that angry with him and yell at him. Um, so his plan actually kind of works. He tells his mom, mom is angry. But she's actually more angry that the school is trying to expel Steve for breaking in, which uh, even for 1992 is a pretty classic, like it's a helicopter parent move there. Uh, and then also kind of as a throwaway, this hot production assistant asks Steve out for a date. Uh, so we're getting close to the end of the episode, and now we're back in the, the Walsh family home. Rain's still pouring, but now you got Jack Hanner. He's up on a ladder. Uh, up there trying to fix the enormous leaks in the Wash family kitchen. He does that, and then you see that Jim, Wash, the father, and Jack Cannon, they're now outside having a conversation, reconciling. And Jim, Wash, is explaining to Jack um, how not talking to his father kind of ruined his life, and he's now encouraging Jack Cannon to go inside and use the, the landline phone to try and contact the children and the family he left behind. And then um, we get to the, the happy part and everyone's reconvening back inside um, for the Thanksgiving meal at the Walsh family table. And Jack graciously um, offers uh, if he, or asks rather, um, if he can be in charge of uh, saying grace and the prayer before the meal. And Jack uses this moment um, to reconfirm his total belief in God because of the, uh, the Wash family and the kindness of strangers, which happens to be the title of the episode. And uh, it's also a lesson because the Washes and Jack Canner, they're strangers no more, which is a very powerful message in this episode of Beverly Hills 90210, and then from there, you got like an ap epilogue. Turns out that the condition um, of Steve's reinstatement after his mom gets him back in is that he has double detention um, before and after school. And then the other thing we find out in the epilogue is that Dylan's no longer sulking and brooding. He's kind of happy-go-lucky because he has his father uh, now back in his life. 
So that is um, the Thanksgiving episode of Beverly Hills 90210. And you probably want to check that out with your family after um, being reminded how great it is. You can find that for free and uh, on demand over at the uh, app called Pluto TV. Totally free. Got advertisements though, but very much worth um, watching. Very powerful. Uh, but let's continue doing thankful bands and artists for music in 2023. And I was really thankful uh, for this classic band. They released a Halloween album. And the songs are really great and probably deserve more airplay. But uh, you're going to hear a pair from a great band, Duran Duran. And this first one is called Spellbound. Thank you for listening to the Thanksgiving episode of Living with Crema on WGOTLP Gainesville.
second of two songs from uh well nothing that one's dial tone before that you had suburban solutions and then a pair of songs from duran duran from 2023 off their halloween album you had spellbound and then them covering uh talking head psycho killer and that's going to wrap up this year's things i am thankful for so if you missed the earlier part of the show, playing some of the favorite bands and recording artists that you heard most often on um, Living with Cramla this year. And if you want to hear them more often on Living with Cramla, really easy to do so. Just Google Cramla Radio Shows. And you can find me on the internet, uh, most easily through Apple Podcasts. But um, you can find me through a bunch of other like third-party apps. And you can listen to this episode, which is um, Living with Cramla. Thanksgiving 17, I believe, and also other episodes of Cramwell Mix Show, and you might like the one I did this week because it is my annual down-tempo chill-out Thanksgiving mix. If you listen to uh, Marcus's show, Sweet Retreat, then you'll probably be down with that one on WGOT. Um, but yeah, really thankful that I have the opportunity to put those up there for you to stream and listen to um, at your own convenience if you so choose to do so. Also really thankful that WGOT survived a very tumultuous 2023, and frankly, it's been, I'd say, tumultuous for a lot of people, um, post-Trump, post-COVID, post-inflation. It's been a stressful couple of years, so thankfully we made it at least for one more year, so uh, I'm going to need your help still in 2024, whether you're listening and supporting or, more importantly, donating. 
through Patreon at patreon.com slash WGOT. Uh, you can s- sign up to be a monthly subscriber for as low as a dollar or more if you can afford. Uh, also, besides being on Patreon, you can find out information how you can donate online to us by liking our Facebook page if you don't already do so. So uh, that's kind of a fun page, mostly dumb and silly memes, which people seem to like. So, um, And it's also got information about the station as well, um, specifically fundraising type stuff. But uh, that's it. That's the end of my Thanksgiving episode. And I uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, whether you're listening live on Thursday or maybe you're listening to a repeat on Sunday. Uh, either way, hope you had a great holiday break, um, whether it was one day, two days, or if you're lucky, a whole week. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for everything. And um, thankfully, I'll be back next week. I hope. Goodbye. <laughs>